is sharp, pointed, and insightful. This is Stacy on the Right on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. America proudly welcomes millions of lawful immigrants who enrich our society and contribute to our nation. But all Americans are hurt by uncontrolled illegal migration. Whether it's one, whether it's four, whether it's 14 or 4,000, one terrorist coming into our country in uh, a legal fashion to do us harm is one too many. And we have to take every step possible to prevent that from happening. He is standing strong for the American public, but more importantly, he's the one person in the room that's trying to find compromise where the Democrats will not move at all. We don't govern by temper tantrum. No president should pound the table and demand he gets his way or else the government shuts down. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Democrats have developed this new partisan allergy to the subject of border security. They're even prolonging a partial government shutdown just to avoid getting more of what they themselves have voted for in the past. And now, Stacey Washington. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in to us here. You're at home on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. And we have a wonderful program for you today. This hour, we're going to be speaking to Roxy Lammergeese. She's a global project manager for Mission Preborn. Preborn Ministries provides free ultrasounds and spreads the gospel to abortion-minded women, hoping to not only usher them into the kingdom, but to help them make a choice for life, to extend their family tree, and to maintain and even improve their familial situation by having a baby. It's wonderful, wonderful programming. 100% of everything that you give to preborn goes directly to those ultrasounds at pregnancy resource centers across the country with life-affirming messages that really speak to women in a, a way that they can't get that kind of communication and caring at uh, abortuaries like Planned Parenthood. These women, they need the assistance that they receive at these pregnancy resource centers. And that includes free diapers and uh, anything you can think of that has to do with a baby, baby clothes, car seats, um, the, the blankets, uh, the, everything that a baby needs, you know, it's like a apartment full of stuff that you have to buy for a baby and the pregnancy resource centers give these items to women free of charge just to help them out of the goodness of their heart as a ministry. And what we do here at American family radio and urban family talk is we partner with preborn to raise the money for the ultrasounds. $28 buys one and $140 provides five free ultrasounds. So your money goes right to the programming and it's used for the glory of God and to save these babies. And so we want you to call 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or go to AFR.net and donate there. We are about 40% of our way to our goal of 2,000 ultrasounds for provided for free for, for young women. And so I encourage you to partner with us. So let's get this done. We want to pull it over the finish line. And I need your help. I, I want to do well here and have participation for our hour here on American Family Radio. So please, 877-616-2396 or donate online at AFR.net. So now, what do we have on the program today? Well, um, Pelosi and Schumer have been roundly mocked for their performance last night where they both squeezed themselves and kind of wrapped themselves around this podium and they made the podium look too small for them because there were two of them. 
And then the way they'd kind of stood there together with Schumer having almost a deadpan face. It was a face good enough for an improv com- comedy routine. It, it really was. And then Nancy Pelosi was, she was kind of gesturing with her eyes and her face. And we all do it. So, you know, no, no, no foul, no harm, and certainly no shade there. But coupled together, the two of them were meme worthy and the uh, internet meme warriors went to work. And so there was a lot of comical presentation pertaining to it. I got to say, they didn't do themselves any favors because, first of all, it was an address from the Oval Office on the border, not a State of the Union. No rebuttal was required. We already know where the Democrats stand. And uh, there are a few things I want to go through. Um, Specifically, I have to address this much ballyhooed lie that illegal aliens are more law-abiding than American citizens. So first of all, it doesn't being law abiding doesn't mean you get to pick and choose which laws count into you being law abiding. That's the first thing. The second thing is if you've broken a law to get here, then you're no longer law abiding and you can't you you don't get to come back from that and say, well, other than that first law I broke, I'm more law abiding than American citizens. Now, what they do is they take the incidences of the majority of illegal aliens and, and how often they interact with law enforcement for things that Americans do at will, like shoplifting, petty crime, exceeding the speed limit, etc. If you were in the greatest place on earth, basically the candy factory of the world, the, the land of milk and honey, the place that you'd spent your whole life trying to get into, your parent or some person near you, even yourself, saved up everything they had and sold off all of their belongings to get a coyote to smuggle you into the country. When you get here, are you then going to speed and get pulled over so you can get thrown out? No. You're going to steal someone else's identity and you're going to live quietly working and enjoying all of the bounty of America because you don't want to get caught. That's what the Democrats want you to see as being more law abiding than, say, you or me, where, you know, we have gotten speeding tickets and we have maybe paid a fine for, you know, not paying a parking ticket downtown on time. And these are the kinds of things that illegal aliens don't do. They're, they're all or nothing. Illegal aliens are either driving drunk or they're driving perfectly the speed limit or below because they don't want to be pulled over. Now, how does that equate to being more law-abiding than you or I? Well, it doesn't because we're not here illegally. We're American citizens. And due process means that if you're exceeding the speed limit and you get pulled over, then you get a ticket. It doesn't mean you're a lawbreaker necessarily. Yes, you exceeded the speed limit. But we're talking about serious crime here. And I love how the Democrats only care about petty crime when they can use it to bludgeon home an improperly made point that is really just a lie. It's an utter falsehood that someone who broke into our country illegally and is stealing from American taxpayers, using our public education system, birthing out anchor babies who are getting uh, the, the welfare benefits that you and I are paying for, that this person is committing multiple crimes. At, just by being here, they're committing multiple crimes. And every year they're here, they take more and more from the American taxpayers. Those same people come here out of love, are, are the best that America has to offer. They're a part of our nation being a nation of immigrants, which is also pure poppycock. And then m- the best one, they're the most law-abiding. You cannot be law-abiding if the first thing you do before you, the fact that you're here is breaking a law, a law that is continuing to be broken every day that you're here, you're still in violation of the law. So the reason I spent time explaining that just now, because I know everybody in this listing audience, you clearly get what I'm saying. I'm 
bringing that to the fore so that we can stop that dead in its tracks because this is is just as much information sharing as it is evangelism when it comes to telling the truth. When you allow someone near you, nearby, wherever to say, you know what, um, we're, we're being mean to these people. They're the most law-abiding segment of our society. If you let that lie stand in your presence, you're basically agreeing with them. So don't let it stand. This isn't about whether or not they don't get pulled over for speeding or if they never get any parking tickets. This is about them being here illegally and costing U.S. taxpayers $70,000 per illegal, $70,000 per illegal per year, 130 some odd billion a year. But that's only the some of the costs. There are other costs that aren't calculated into that figure. I recommend you go to Numbers USA. You can find information there in videos that will help you better understand. And we also have uh, information from DHS. They put out a fantastic slideshow presentation. It's the same slideshow presentation that they put on for um, the House Democrats, but they wouldn't show up. Senate Democrats wouldn't show up. So it was basically a few of their staffers and uh, the Republicans who got this, this presentation. So what I'm hoping that you'll do is we're going to have this as a graphic for the show. Not today. Uh, We're still working on that. But we're going to have it as a graphic for the show that you can look at if you're watching the live stream or if you catch it later on YouTube or Facebook or someplace. But we're also going to um, be sharing the information from the presentation and giving it out so that you can use it to debunk the myths and lies. Um, And there's also a fact sheet that I want to get a couple of things off of as well as we move through the program. Um, As well as speaking to Roxy Lammergase, we're going to be talking about Kellyanne Conway roasting Jim Acosta and this new Gallup poll out there. This is the baseline poll that they started in 1994, and they do it every year, and they track the number of conservatives, moderates, and liberals. And it is a reliable poll because it's the same polling agency that's been doing it, and they're not politically motivated. They're just looking for uh, how many Americans claim which political affiliation. And you'll be surprised to see what people actually, uh, what what the numbers come out to be. But I want to caution before we start doing cartwheels and and the happy dance, because you know I'm into it. I'm into Snoopy dancing. If I can get some some good news and and get to Snoopy dancing about it, I'm all all for it. I want to do it. I want to celebrate good news. But what I think we're seeing in America is, sure, there are a ton of conservatives, and and we're in the majority, but it's one thing to say you're a conservative. It's another thing to vote like one, to speak like one, to act like one. If we were all effectively acting out being so-called conservatives, then we would not have the the mess that we have right now. So many ignorant, uneducated people dealing in lies and non-facts and untruths running around in charge of us. And the other thing is, it piggybacks into the conversations we've had on this show many, many times with Alex McFarland and uh, so many other really knowledgeable experts on Christian worldview. And in those conversations, we, you know, it's the same thing as people who say they're Christians. They say they're a Christian because they mean they're not a Hindu or a Muslim or something like that. What they don't do is act like it. And that's because oftentimes people will say, well, I'm not sure if I have a Christian worldview because I'm not sure what it is. And we've gone over that. I have a 60-second spot that's in rotation that's about that. You can go to Family Resource Council. You can read about Christian worldview on American Family Radio's website and The Stand, the blog over there. Many of our hosts are well-versed in the topic. Brian Fisher, Abraham Hamilton III, the the living brain trust of American Family Radio. You want to know about Christian worldview? All of us talk about it. All of us try to hammer it home and make sure that you know what it is.
But in everything, it's, it's not just what we say about what we believe or who we are. It is how we act. And so when we're quietly standing by allowing people to say the Planned Parenthood is not primarily an abortion provider, that what they're really out there for is women's health care, and you're standing there and you're listening to that and you're not saying that's not true, you know, here are some videos, let me shoot you some links. If you're not spreading the truth about what the truth is, debunking the lies, then how can you really say, as these people have said in the survey, well, I'm a conservative. Sure, you're a conservative, but do you vote for Democrats because you don't like, quote fingers, the sweater vest wear that the Republicans have put forward? Um, and, and a whole nother conversation is one in which a lot of people who they mean well and they're not in politics. Their ministry is the gospel. They're doing, uh, you know, church ministry or they're, they're in the public speaking about issues, but their primary message is salvation, which that's a part of the body. We need that. That, that is what we're all trying to do is spread the truth and make sure that people know that there is a path into eternity that doesn't involve eternal separation from God. And that path is Jesus Christ. But there's a, a bit of a, it's, it's a weird type of a thing where people will say, well, politics don't matter. We shouldn't, we shouldn't spend any time talking about politics. We should only do ministry and we should never talk about politics because politics don't matter. Parties don't matter. Party affiliation doesn't matter. Well, then if you believe that and, and walk that out, yeah, you're probably going to be pretty effective at bringing in people who are apolitical into the kingdom. But what about all of the people out there who do think that politics is a tool by which we can control our government and believe that the scripture that says render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's is something that we have to pay attention to and we can't pick and choose what's in the Bible for us to pay attention to. And that in the end, our politics reflect the culture, it's downstream from culture, and our cultural moorings, whether they're made out of rotted out wood or whether they're rock solid steel embedded in the deepest parts of the, you know, the, the floor bed of the ocean, Whatever they are, they're a reflection of whether or not people believe that, for instance, that Harvard study that says you, people went to church when Harvard was a Christian school, there was a regular mode of thinking in the entire country that going to church made it possible for flawed and sinful human beings to voluntarily follow the law. And without church and without church attendance and regular reading of the Bible, our depraved man, spirit man, would come to the fore and make it impossible for us to voluntarily follow the law, which is the precursor for having a society such as ours. We have to talk about politics, just like we have to talk about the gospel. It's not equal, but it is important. All right, when we get back, we're going to have more for you. Stay there. Who said this? Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity— Religion and morality are indispensable supports. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. I was quoting none other than George Washington, our first president and father of our country, who said specifically that religion and morality are indispensable supports for our government and our culture. We're going to be going to Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon, the home of George Washington, in June and September if you'd like more information on this, please go to spiritualheritagetours.com. That's spiritualheritagetours.com. We'll also be going to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. If you'd like to do both tours or one or the other, that's fine. For all the information, again, June and September, go to spiritualheritagetours.com. 
www.thepeopleshop.com. We'd love to have you during these 2019 tours. Hi, I'm Crawford Loritz with a Legacy Moment. I have a friend who saw a lot of combat in Vietnam. In fact, he was severely wounded and highly decorated for his valor in combat. I remember asking him once what it was like to constantly be in harm's way. He said, besides being scared to death most of the time, we realized we needed each other, and so we tended to focus on what was really important. We watched each other's backs. Guys prayed who would otherwise never even mention God's name. Under pressure, under those dangerous circumstances, we realized that we held each other's lives literally in our hands. I sometimes feel as if the Church of Jesus Christ in this country is not desperate enough. We don't seem to sense an utter need for God and our need for each other. People are dying all around us. The work of God shouldn't be something we do on the backstroke. It's serious business. We desperately and urgently need Him because we can't change lives. Only He can. The early disciples were seized with this sense of urgency, this passionate cry to God and utter dependence. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus has ascended. He's in heaven, and now the task is before them. Listen to these words in Acts chapter 1, verse 14. All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer, together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. This is in the context of urgency. They were continually devoting themselves to prayer because these early followers were desperate. They saw the tremendous need for unity and persistent prevailing prayer. Here's what I want you to remember today. Ask God to show you the urgent, desperate need of the people all around you. Ask Him to give you a burden to pray and a heart for unity. Join Crawford Loritz tomorrow for another Legacy Moment. You can download episodes of Stacy of the Right from the podcast page on AFR.net or UrbanFamilyTalk.com. Now, back to the show on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. Can you promise that the president will tell the truth tonight? Will he tell the truth? Yes, Jamin, can you promise that you will? I will. The whole truth and nothing but the truth to help you, God? I'm not the one who has the alternative facts problem like you do. Uh, Well, well, you know, Jim, I know that's a cheat. Make sure that goes viral. Okay. This is why, by the way, this is why I'm one of the only people around here who even gives you the time of day. Can you you guarantee that the president's speech Let me get back in your face because you're such a smart most of the time, and I know you want this to go viral. A lot of these people don't like you. But let me just be respectful to the media writ large, as I always am. I explained that that was alternative information and additional facts. And I explained it many times. And don't you put it back in my face for all the corrections that your network needs to issue. I was on your network 25 or 26 times in 2018. I'm one of the last people here who even bothered to go on. And the disrespect that you showed to me personally, I'll just look past. Ma'am, um, I, I, no, no, and don't call me ma'am to, to make it up. <laughs> Do you hear the sound of that crackling? It's like bacon fat. It's somebody getting straight roasted by Kellyanne Conway. And that somebody is Jim Acosta. So why would I be giggling with glee at that? Well, did you hear what he said to her? So rude. I mean, I understand it. It's like a war and you're, you know, you're, you're at battle. But there's a time and a place to lob the, the you know, harder questions. And it's not every time you see someone. There is such a thing as having some decorum, um, letting some of the interactions be a, a little more bright, a little, a little nicer, if you will. 
And that is, I'm, I'm saying that as someone, I gave a speech one time at Education Policy Conference called Pick Up Your Sword. So, I mean, this, I, I'm not your, uh, you know, softer, gentler uh, conservative. I, that's not me at all. I, I'm ne- I've never been that person. I'll never be that person. But I do understand decorum. And there's a way to get at questions and answers that you want to get to. I can be fiery. I can be direct. Um, I have had some people email and chastise for my treatment of a couple of guests. Uh, and on occasion, I do think to myself, hmm, maybe I could have come at that a different angle. But this is not an everyday occurrence. This is something that happens rarely, as opposed to Jim Acosta, who's always rude. And so I, I thought this audio was interesting because he's making himself the story again. He's learned nothing. That whole revoking of his press pass thing, it didn't do anything. And he is the reason why they don't have a daily press briefing anymore, why the reporters have to hang around outside the side doors of the White House and try to catch a staffer on their way out so that they can get you know, a comment on something. It's Jim Acosta's fault. Now, there are others in the room who are regular bad actors, but he is really the primary person who has made it so that they just can't have regular operational functions for the press corps. And as long as he's the CNN person, they're going to continue to have this this limited access, which is what they deserve. Not all of them, obviously. There are some members of the media who are kind of caught in the crossfire and they're, they're being, you know, iced out unnecessarily. But those are the same people who can send over an individual request and get, you know, access via other means. And so I think that is going to continue to happen as well. Um, an update on our ultrasound tally. We're at 942 ultrasounds gifted to preborn ministries for distribution throughout their uh, Pregnancy Resource Center network. 942. That's fantastic. That's just shy of 50%. We are so excited about that, but we got to push home. We got to get there today. So I, I would just want to ask you to please give the phone lines a ring. $28 buys that ultrasound. 100% of what you give goes straight to uh, the ministry, um, goes straight to the ultrasounds. And yeah, 140 bucks. It pr- provides five ultrasounds. You can call 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or you can go to AFR.net and click straight through. So quick and so easy, and you can get it done. And speaking to the volunteers is fun. We have the best people answering the phones, but you also can just do it really quickly if you're at work. You don't want you know your, your business out there. Or you're in a cubicle environment, and you want to keep things quiet. Quickly, quick, click through on your phone, your laptop, you're in, you're out, you're done. So good to do that. Um, 877-616-2396 or AFR.net. Now, speaking of that, before we get to uh, this Gallup polling information, I want to listen to this preborn cut. And it really brings home what's happening here. Oftentimes, we'll be in our, our echo chamber, our cocoon. It's where we live. It's our community. And there's nothing wrong with that, that we're, we live in the environment and communities that we're in. And it's not a mistake. It's God's grace that we get to be where we are. But sometimes it makes it a little tougher for us to kind of, um, you know, it, it, we're, it's a little harder for us. We're like, I don't really understand what that person could be going through. Or I don't understand what, uh, why do we need to provide a free ultrasound to an abortion-minded mom? And I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. I've talked to women who've changed their minds at at protests outside Planned Parenthood here in St. Louis. I've actually talked to women and listened to them tell the story of how hearing the heartbeat and seeing the ultrasound image literally 
removed abortion as an option for them. And they thought to themselves, I don't know how I'm going to walk through this. I've already been kicked out of the house. You know, I'm a teenager. The, the, the dad is never, ever going to marry me or even spend any time with me. But I can't do this. I can't, I can't snuff out that life. And of course, God provides. He walks these women through these wonderful uh, programs and paths where they do end up having a place to live. And sometimes the dads actually do come and they're involved. And so there, it's it's not what it appears. But listen to this. Um, this one is uh, cut 0508. They asked them if I wanted to keep my baby. And I was like, no, like, it's not what I want to do. And so Ms. Jackie was like, well, would you like an ultrasound? And I was like... Sure, whatever. And so she was giving me the ultrasound and she turned on the sound and my baby had a heartbeat. And like in that moment, it kind of freaked me out because I was just like, I have a baby inside of me. And so it was just like, this is a growing person. like. Who, what kind of person would I be if I like killed my baby? You know, because that's what I was thinking. Like I would be like a murderer or something. So if you're a mom or a dad or an aunt or a grandma, you know what she's she's still choking up, sharing that story, and the reason is because now that baby is here and that baby is real to her, and the act of becoming a mom or becoming a mom again has changed her. It has radically changed her. And the idea that she could live without this person is so far outside of what she can imagine. It's bringing her to tears. And that is what happens when we do this partnership with Preborn. They have a record of not just providing the free ultrasounds and putting 100% of what's donated to the Pregnancy Resource Center, but they have a record of actually sharing the gospel with women and bringing them into the true knowledge of Jesus Christ and his salvation so that these women can then walk out their lives trusting God instead of worrying about what the circumstances look like. And I know the people are in this audience where we've all had circumstances where what we could see with our eyes said, there's no way you're making it. You have this baby. You, you take that job. You say yes to that opportunity. You tell people that you don't believe that you know you, there's more than two genders, and you are done. That's what the world says. That's what your eyes say. That's what the natural tells you. But then God steps in. He's continually working all things out for our good. And what we're doing in our partnership with Mission Preborn, with, with Preborn Ministries, is to put this information, first of all, what's going on inside of your womb right now? Well, there's a little person in there and they're growing and they're, they're preparing to come on out and change your life. And the other thing is that if you don't already know Jesus Christ, that is integral to parenting. Taking that first step is going to make you a better parent from the giddy up if you don't do anything else but that. But it's the precursor to doing so many other great things as a mom uh, and, and as a parent. And so we're, we're, I've told you about the maternity and baby clothes, the diapers, the car seats, the counseling that they provide to women because some of them are coming out of situations of abuse or just maybe not a good home environment and they need help to overcome those things. And right now in the real, their needs are met by the Pregnancy Resource Center. And so Preborn works with hundreds of these Christian pregnancy centers around the country. They provide life-saving services, including ultrasound. And the ultrasounds are integral to saving 73,600 babies. And the counseling, which includes the gospel, 340,000 women who were considering abortion. 
Think about that for a second. Numbers from 2016 show 958,000 abortions in this country. So a third of that number cut out by this program. There's no better place to put your money than in the places that we partnership with. We partner with these organizations because we, they're vetted by American Family Radio, the leadership here, and the partnerships are with organizations where there's a longstanding, decades-old relationship between, let's say, Dan Steiner of Preborn and Tim Wildman and the ministries that are represented there. So you're never, ever having to worry about scandal or anything going wrong with your donation. Uh, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, dollars provides five ultrasounds. And there's something about it. I'm, I'm telling you when I, when I'm, I'm doing something and I realize, okay, well, you know, it's always like you start thinking, well, how much can I give? And then you, you decide to make a decision after that. The, the truest form of the blessing is that you just feel within your spirit. Oh man, you know, that's awesome. But they send you now. Now you're partnering with Preborn. They send you information through the mail, and it's a relationship, and you have the ability to pray for these women, and so it's just it's it's the best. It's the best ever, and and that's why we're bringing it to you. We would not be bringing you this uh, information and asking for your donation if this wasn't integral to what we do here and really important, and if it didn't really save not just the lives of the babies, but the women who are now their feet are shod with the gospel of the preparation of peace because they're now in the kingdom. Come on, that's better parenting right there. That's changing their lives in more more ways than one. So $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound, and $140 provides five ultrasounds. And we're right at the crux. I want to hear from... Uh, the people who count the beans that we did really well in my hour here on AFR. So don't let me down. It's 877-616-2396, for one, $140 for five. And you're going to be so glad that you partnered up and did this. Uh, so now let's talk about this survey. It's by Gallup, and I kind of gave you the precursor to it. Conservatives still outnumbering liberals in the United States. So first of all, why is this important? Well, if you just watch the news, you would think that there are only about 10 of us conservatives here, and we're the wiliest, most dastardly conservatives in the world because we're able to control half of the government and get a president elected, but there are just not very many of us because anyone who has a moral center and is a good person is a Democrat. Anyone who opposes Planned Parenthood and thinks you should be able to lawfully own a firearm if you aren't a felon, well, that's just the devil. <laughs> but it's not true. The fact is that this new survey shows that in America, conservatives outnumber liberals 35% to 26%. An equal number of Americans, 35%, dis- define themselves as moderates. Now, let's have a hor- very horrible pill of possible truth here. The fact is, most people I know who say they're moderates are really just ashamed of what the Democrats do, but they still vote for them. But they don't want to own it. They don't want you to know they're voting for the Democrats. So they just say they're moderates. But if you talk to them and you get to talking about any social issues, they're like, yeah, a woman needs control over her own body. You know, all that kind of silliness. Well, women need a right to choose. They, they, they start spouting off the nonsense. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So I, ref- I respect what they're doing here. Gallup is saying when we ask these questions, these Americans answered thusly. So we'll go with it. But I just want to, you know, put that to the test for yourself. You know, someone who's a moderate, ask them, oh, 
you're a moderate, so you believe in kind of a middle ground between the two parties. Where do you stand on, like, and just name off a bunch of issues. You don't have to make it only about social issues. But, you know, like school choice. Where do you stand on school choice? Like, should parents be able to have the dollars follow their kids so that, you know, if their kid has a different learning style, they can go learn somewhere else at a school that's built for their learning style instead of the public school? Um, do you believe that Planned Parenthood should be the only one presenting information on human sexuality in public schools? Um, you know, do, do you believe that we're a sovereign nation and we deserve borders and, you know, that we should speak English in America? Just ask them a few questions. And it doesn't have to be contentious. You can just ask and say, I'm asking because you said you were moderate. So I'm wondering if you're moderate left-leaning or moderate right-leaning. And often they're very happy to talk about it. Whenever I've asked, people have, you know, gone into and here's why. I had a family member who this or I did this or did that or I served here or there. And they're usually very, very open about why they feel the way they do. So going back to the Gallup survey, their quote is Americans' assessment of their political ideology was unchanged in 2018 compared with the year prior. Although conservatives continue to outnumber liberals, the gap in conservatives' favor narrowed from 19 percentage points in Gallup's 1992 baseline measurement to nine points each of the past two years. Since 1992, the percentage of Americans identifying as liberal has risen from 17 then to 26% today. This has been mostly offset by a shrinking percentage of moderates from 43% who considered themselves moderates to 35%. Meanwhile, from 1993 to 2016, the percentage conservative was consistently between 36 and 40% before dipping to 35% in 2017 and holding at that level in 2018. Now, some of this is reputational drift because people are afraid to say, well, I'm a conservative because then people say, oh, so you like Donald Trump. And I, I understand. I do. I don't happen to have this problem anymore, but I understand what it's like when you have friends who they run the political gamut from those who just don't think politics matters at all to those who they're literally drinking out of a CNN cup and they're like, you know, they're, they're totally political. And you know, the mocking and the exclusion from the, you know, annual Christmas party, cocktail party, but that can be pretty rough. And I'm going to tell you, because it seems like every time I make one of those statements like that, then it happens to me. Uh, we used to get invited to this cocktail party at Christmas time. And it was, I thought they weren't having it anymore, this couple. And it turns out that they have been having it, but we just haven't been invited anymore. And the reason I found out is because another friend told me, oh, well, you weren't there, but at the cocktail party at Christmas at so-and-so's house. And I was like, oh, OK, message received. And at first I was a little miffed. I'm like, wow, so we haven't been invited. What do we do? Like, what's wrong with us? And I feel like the Holy Spirit said to me, why do you care? Why are you concerned what's going on over there? If you were meant to be there, you'd be there because I'd make a way for you to be there. So if you're holding back on telling the truth about what you believe, stop and let God make the way because he'll never fail you. If you're going to be courageous, he's going to stand up for you as well. When we get back, we'll have Roxy Lammergeist. Stay there. 
The Capital One commercial will forever be etched in the ear of the listener. What's in your wallet is a phrase that won't easily be forgotten. But this is not a Capital One plug. I want you to think about the people that are in your circle of influence. Who's in your circle is my new catchphrase. Simply because we don't think enough about the people or spirits that we allow into our personal space. Negativity is contagious and fatal. Misery loves company and it's fatal to your hopes and dreams. I think we all know someone who, no matter what good has happened, always has something negative to say. Ugh, that really bothers me. That bad attitude and that pessimistic spirit will only cause you to do the same. There's no room for doubt, especially if you're believing God to bring that vision to fruition. Now, this is not a license for you to be mean. It is, however, a license for you to assess who's in your circle and make the necessary adjustments. With a heart for the urban family, I'm today's urban woman, Tony Johnson. Connect with us at urbanfamilytalk.com. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. We've seen God open up so many doors for us to help serve and love those who get affected by a natural disaster. As the trees and the wind started crashing down around us, my wife was, of course, very diligently praying, you know, Lord, please be with us. Very simply, we do it because God commands us to love others. I see these volunteers all as a gift from God. And I'm just grateful they're here, you know, helping out. It's a blessing. If you're interested in becoming a part of what God's doing through 8 Days of Hope, please go to 8daysofhope.com, click on Get Involved, submit your email address. I've noticed that whenever there's a time in my life when um, things might be a little gloomy, the number one thing that I can do is to go serve somebody. And uh, I would encourage anyone else to, uh, it's worth it. Come out and do it next time if you didn't make it to this one. And, um, the Father will really bless you in it. Thank you so much for your prayers and volunteering with 8 Days of Hope. From America's election headquarters. Tom Whitehead went to an Elizabeth Warren rally in Des Moines this weekend and liked her, but wants to see more from other potential Trump challengers. I'm not one to, to wait very long to decide. I, I'm, I'm, as soon as I've seen a few of them and, and have uh, seen more uh, coverage of them on the news, and I do follow the news, um, I'll make my decision. Same goes for likely caucus goer Molly Wood. I've liked her for a long time, but I'd, I'd definitely like to hear some other people. Warren, on the ground this weekend, barely mentioned Trump by name and told Fox why. I think that what our 2020 issue will be is how we talk about what we stand for. Our affirmative vision of how we build a country that reflects our best values. And that's what I try to talk about every chance I get. In Des Moines, Iowa, Peter Ducey, Fox News. This is Stacy on the Right with Stacy Washington on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program here on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. Visit our sites, AFR.net, UrbanFamilyTalk.com, and StacyOnTheRight.com, and hit the subscribe button. You can also find us on Facebook, where we would be happy to have you be a part of our audience there. So check us out. It's uh, Stacy on the Right Show and also American Family Radio and also Urban Family Talk. Hit those up and check them out. Uh, we didn't do a daily confession for today, so I wanted to just quickly share something that's been on my heart. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. That's Psalm 90, 12. Psalm 90, verse 12. Uh, so take that with you. All right. Right now, it's my pleasure to welcome our guest today, Roxy Lamargasey, 
Global Project Manager for Preborn. She's the Director of Medical and Client Services at Crisis Pregnancy Center of Southern California. Roxy has been serving in the ministry for three and a half years, and it's our pleasure to welcome her to the show. Roxy, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having us, Steve. So I'm excited to talk to you because I've I've got I've I've got the bug for preborn. I think it's fantastic, and my husband and I partner with our local. Um, it used to be a pregnancy resource center, but now it's called something else. But we partner with them here locally, and it's something that we're committed to doing. Um, and when we talk about giving, we've kind of narrowed things down to where we feel like we're advancing the kingdom. And so your nationwide ministry of preborn, where you're literally providing the free ultrasounds, really speaks to us as a family and to me personally. And I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about the impact, the human impact. We listened to one of the clips about the, the young women. Can you tell us what it's like working with them and seeing the change in them after they receive an ultrasound for free? Yes, for sure. There is nothing like it. That's all I'm going to say. There's nothing more greater than to witness the move of the Holy Spirit right in front of you. I'll share one story. I, I have this lady that just... Um, extremely abortion, abortion-minded. She was not having it. She's already made a decision before she came into the clinic. So we offered her an ultrasound, and she said, okay, I'll get one. Mm-hmm. And as she was laying on this ultrasound table, she had her arm behind her head. So, you know, she's laying down, so her arm stretched out. Um, and the minute I put the probe on her belly, a picture, because we have this huge TV in front of them, the picture painted her baby laying the exact same way she was. She broke down crying. She broke down crying. And the moment she heard her heartbeat, she said, that's my child. It acts like me. Why is it laying like that? So, it, you know, it began to minister and soften her heart. But she was actually more open now to talk. We brought her back to the counseling room. We did more counseling with her. She chose life right then and there. More than that, she actually gave her life to Jesus that day. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm -mm. See, that gives me chills because that's Christians across the country saying, oh, yeah, I'll give twenty eight dollars. And then when they do that, this is what happens somewhere else. It's it's you know, we're still working, doing whatever we do. We're buying groceries. We're taking kids to, to, you know, sport practice. And you're working in these centers and all over the country. We don't know what time these things are happening, but they're happening and it can't happen without our partners, which are That's American right. Family Radio listeners. And I'm going to give you that number again. It's 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or go to AFR.net, the quick and easy way to donate. Uh, what? So no matter where you are, if you're in the parking lot of the Target, or because you shouldn't be at Target, I'm not going to lie, you shouldn't be at Target, but if you're at Walmart parking lot or Sam's Club, and you're about to go in and you're thinking, eh, just do it, take real quick, go to AFR.net, make that donation, and then you're helping to see the same kind of change that Roxy just described. So let's talk a little bit about personally for yourself. You're working with these women and you're seeing them make these decisions for life. Um, do, do you stay in contact with any of them after the baby is born or how does that part work? Yeah, so that, you know, we're not only here to help them make that decision. This is walking with them every day. So a lot of centers um, across the nation actually provide not only free ultrasounds, but free social services, free class. We help equip this, equip these moms to actually be able to do what they're called to do, which is raise these uh, children. There are a lot of partnerships with churches um, for discipleship programs. Um, 
for us personally, yes, we do see the moms long-term. They come back, they share their stories, we get to see their babies, and we get to help them for whatever else it is they uh, they still need. So, okay, I... I, that that brings me to another question, because um, I think a lot of times, especially since, you know, I'm, I'm doing political talk, radio, culture, politics, et cetera, Christian worldview. And a lot of times we'll talk here on the show about how we have our government's way too big and there are too many programs and the programs that the government provides usually end up with destruction at their end. But what you're doing is completely privately funded, no connection to the government whatsoever. And That's right. it's Christians helping women who may or may not be a Christian make the choice for life, which radically changes the direction of their life. Because as you said, there's no separation afterwards. Once they say yes to life, you're in their life for the long haul. And and that's however long you need to be there. And it's a relationship. That's right. That's right. And you'll see this women. We've had women that were once homeless now have homes. We had a young girl come in few years back, she was a teenager. Now she's the CEO of her own company. Wow. Wow. So these, these changes, just like the gospel changes us for the better That's and right. radically changes our direction in life, these ultrasounds, which are coupled with the gospel message, change these women's lives so that it's like they've walked through a door and closed it behind them. And what was there before is no longer their, their direction. It's not their reality because they're now on a path to just a radically different way of living. Yes, and, and you know, we can all, and like you said, it's, it, we can all be a part of that. Wherever you are right now, you can touch a life forever. Well, you can touch lives. And you lives. can do that. You're either underwriting an ultrasound for $28 or mm-hmm. five for $140. Or and you can do that less, by calling. There's a leadership opportunity to actually purchase an ultrasound machine. We're trying to place 40 of these across the nation this year. So wow. $15,000. So any person in the audience who has $15,000 that they want to make a tax-deductible donation can purchase an ultrasound machine that would be one of the 40 that you're planning on passing out to centers across the country. That's right. And the, uh, the amazing thing about these ultrasound machines is they're projected to last over... 10 years and help provide about 2,500 free ultrasounds to moms across the nation. More than that, the power of these ultrasounds and hearing the baby's heartbeat, that Doppler, changes a mom's mind about abortion 80% of the time. That's 8 out of 10 moms. Wow. Will most so, likely choose life with a Doppler and an ultrasound. So call the number. Uh, we're speaking with Roxy Lammergeist. She's the Global Project Manager for Preborn, also the Director of Medical and Client Services at Crisis Pregnancy Center in Southern California. If you're just joining in, welcome. And don't put your phone down. Pick it up and dial 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396. Or you can donate online at AFR.net. Um, so what would you say to someone who's maybe they're thinking, okay, you know, I, I have, I have bills, I have things I'm going to do. I have some disposable income, but I don't know that this is where I want to put it. I maybe should give somewhere else. How, what, what's your selling line? The thing that you think is most important for people to know about what you're doing at Preborn and our partnership here at AFR. Because the most amazing thing is not, it's because you're not just investing all these things. You're just not investing on a medical ultrasound. This is life-saving. This is life or death. You know, your gift will potentially save 
a baby's life and hopefully win a mom's soul to the kingdom of heaven. That's an eternal, eternal investment. I love that. And I think um, a lot of times the, it's like the seed is going out and the enemy wants to take it away by saying, oh, you know, $28, that's too much. Or $28, why should I do that? Or why? There, there's really no other good reason for doing something than knowing that you have a proven track record for bringing women to Jesus Christ, as well as saving the unborn babies that they're carrying. And I the, just want to share this very quickly, too. A hundred percent of that is given away. A hundred percent. We have separate fundraising for administration. A hundred percent of the $28 or $140 directly goes to underwriting and ultrasound. And last year, we have about 25,320 babies that were saved from abortion. So, as is my way, I often will give online to show how easy it is um, to get the donation done. And so I'm on the AFR.net website, and there is the cutest baby swimming underwater on here. For nothing else, you've got to go on so you can see this juicy face baby, the cheeks for days, swimming underwater. Um, and what I'm doing is while I'm talking to you, just when Roxy began to speak just then, I clicked on AFR.net. And then I went to the website and I'm on my laptop and I've typed in the information. And so what I'm going to do now is um, I'm going to take all of these things that I'm, that I'm currently working through here just while we're talking. And I'm going to be done with my donation in just one more click. One second. Uh, finish. One time gift. $28. And my computer is working. And I'm done. That's how fast it is. I think it was three clicks. So I'm encouraging you to make this happen. Just do it really quickly. Do it now. Uh, you can call the number, which we love to have the volunteers chatting with you. And, and it's a wonderful, uplifting moment to get to talk to them. They're so much fun. 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396. Or you can do as I just did and donate $28 by quickly clicking through at AFR.net. And then you're done. You are You've, you've donated, you've partnered with this ministry and with American Family Radio, and you're bringing something important to young women who currently young women are being told it's just a clump of cells. It doesn't hurt you. Um, it's better to have an abortion than it is to have a baby. And if you listen to Planned Parenthood, your life will be hunky-dory when the reality is if you're partnering with Planned Parenthood, you're partnering with Satan. And if you're partnering with Preborn and American Family Radio, you're setting other women on the path to the gospel. And you're, this life-affirming message that's going out, coupled with the gospel, it's changing lives, not just for the one day, not just for the birth of the baby, but for the rest of their lives, their lives are changed through this ministry. That's right. So, Roxy, what about the center where you are the director of medical and client services? It's in Southern California. California is in the news a lot for how liberal it is and how difficult it is to get conservative things done there, yet you're in the field working and getting things done. That's right. And um, you know what? What this woman need is the truth and to be loved in that truth. You know, a lot of times they they don't have the right information. We're here to give them the actual right and informed uh, the information so that they can make an informed decision. And part of that is being able to see the life that's growing inside of them 
when the news would just tell them it's a clump of cells. And that Doppler just does that. When they hear that heartbeat, when they see their babies, it paints that picture of the of the real issue, which is life inside their womb. And it's kind of hard for them to argue that because they see it right there. We've had babies that would, you know, that would mimic their parents. I had a guy who broke down crying. He brought on his girlfriend. We did an ultrasound. His baby did a thumbs up. Come to find out, it's his favorite gesture. <laughs> so there's just these moments that we can't explain. And it's all God moment. We just do the work and we let the Holy Spirit do the rest. I love that. I love that. So that that's, it's amazing how much our children are like us. And, and from, it starts from day one. It's not that they are born and then six months later, they're like us. They're like us when they're in the womb, the way that they, uh, you know, they relax, the way that they sleep, if they're talkative or if they're sleepy, you know, if they're very active and kick a lot, or if they're very laid back, they're like us. They are very much and very real uh, in their kind of, it's their, they're descendants from us and they're just like us. And I think it's beautiful um, that you have these real life examples that can paint that picture for people. I want to give the number one more time and I, I want to say thanks. Thank you, Roxy, for joining the show today and for spending time with us to share your personal experiences. They've been wonderful. And thank you for the work that you're doing with Preborn and the, the gospel and, and saving the lives of all these babies. Well, thank you so much for having us. And, uh, um, and I'll share that number once again is 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or you could visit AFR.net. Fantastic. Thank you for your time today. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you at our next partnership week. Uh, Roxy Lammergeist, Global Project Manager for Preborn. Thank you for being here. Bye. All right. So. Uh, I want to put the image up there. I love how uh, my producer is able to create these graphics for us so that we have them for uh, our online streaming. And I want to say thank you specifically to our terrestrial radio audience in 32 states, uh, 800 communities, fantastic people, all of you. Thank you so much for the time that you spend with us and for partnering with us in the way that you do and giving us your ears, especially during your drive times when your kids are in the car and everything. We really respect the fact that you choose to make American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk your home on the radio. That's the music. Well, guess what? God bless you from the heartland. Mission Preborn this week is so important for us to do it. 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396 or AFR.net. God bless you. And I'll be back with you tomorrow.